Okay. <clears throat> Imagine there's no Theos you. It's easy if you try. Oh. Gabe just got us canceled. Now our money is running dry. And we are homeless. And everyone hates our guts. You may think that Chris is reading Dostoyevsky. But it's just Archie comics he likes. <laughs> I hope one day he'll get married. But he's gay and he has a lot of pride. <laughs> oh, that's the best intro to the podcast yeah. yet. Welcome. Welcome to the Silly Grand Podcast. Episode 26. <laughs> Okay, here's the deal. Um, I have a bone to pick. Oh, okay. Start with okay, bones okay, to pick, okay, right? okay. I have a beyond to pick. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, my bone to pick Let's is see. with people on airplane. Kidding. Oh my <laughs> god! By the way, I'd like to change this I segment. Like, I was like, it's either it's either gonna be about me. <laughs> Or it's going to be about going to the airport today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like to change this segment to be called Bones to Quick. Bones to Quick. So that we do them quicker. Really? <laughs> we end up just complaining the entire episode. I know, but it's fun. We've, it's, gone, it's we, we've gone like four episodes without a single segment, by the way. <laughs> Chris, we're in a meeting today. You bring props. It's, it's, yeah, it's we're, we're long, in a meeting today. Me, no, no, before you even go there, I just want to say I always ask I always ask generally, do we want to do segments today? It's like, nah, yeah, I'm just don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah. vibe. I'm, I'm a big segment guy. I think segments. I know. I think segments drive. Can you vote in the comments, peoples? Yeah, yeah. If We'd you, like to know if you like segments and you're a loser. Then let hey, us, let I us like know. the segments too. I like some segments. We were just beating them like a dead horse. Okay, for a while so there. okay, so you want to know something pretty cool? So Chris and I are are going to Italy for three weeks. We're going to Rome, and we're going to write a novel. You know why you're going to Italy for three weeks? Why? Because you don't have children. That's according true. According to Gabe. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why C.S. Lewis and G.K. Chesterton were able to get so much work done. <laughs> Wait. C.S. Lewis was married? Uh, Not until he was 64. Uh, Holy. Yeah. Yeah. And then she yeah. died, didn't she? Yeah. She yeah. died three years later. Yeah. Best friend. He actually got married to her so that she could like have legal positioning in the U.K., so they, but they, they, he married her, but what was they she a Canadian? I forgot where she was from. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it, it, it was for here. it was it was for her, um, you know, like her green card. Yeah, and then she, he was like, yeah, okay, we're married, but we're not like gonna live as married. And then he falls in love with her. Wow, that's amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's pretty um, cool. Yeah, there's a there's a movie about it called Shadowlands, I think. And it's then he writes. So the you're writing a novel. That's, yeah, we're writing a, yeah. a novel. It's a fantasy. It, it, it's fantasy fiction. Um, it's. My vision for it, well, actually, we don't have separate visions for it. Basically, our idea is that it's like Harry Potter meets Game of Thrones. Mm. 
So it's a young boy who is having to learn all this stuff and he's growing up. You're going to watch him grow up into, you know, whatever. And he's in this like Bronze Age, um, you know, medieval, you know, whatever um, land, this fantasy land. And there's kingdoms and there's, you know, battles and all that stuff. But the background of it, you know, so like, for example, like Tolkien's background, he has like this whole world and a Mm -hmm. creator and all that. Our background is going to be the Book of Revelation. Oh, cool. And it's, I quote, nightmarish imagery. Nightmare. I love it. Yeah, I love sick, it. Yo, can it's it, gonna be is, is it going to be? Is it going to be like a noir? I feel like it should be like a noir where there's like okay, so there's, the, there's no there's, there's no good guys. There's no good guys. Some are a little bit better than others, but the I, good guys still do shady. You want to know my? You know, absolutely. There has to be. You, you, you That's wanna, great. You I know, love that. You want to know my literary philosophy is taken by the great James Joyce and Ulysses, which he used. That book is so hard to penetrate because he uses so many different literary styles in writing it. The difficult part about Ulysses is that it has so many allusions to other books in it right. that it's a tell on how well read you actually are. So in this book, we may be alluding to all sorts of stuff, and you have to kind of figure Dostoyevsky. out. Dostoyevsky. <laughs> the only book I've read. <laughs> like, yeah, there was, there I read was Oliver Twist. We know all the parts that we know all the parts that Chris wrote in this book because they're all Russian names. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly. dark. And they get darker yeah. and darker. There's Vladimir and Volodymyr. <laughs> Volodymyr. Yeah. There's Dimitri and Dimitrik. Right. Can you guess what <laughs> book I'm alluding to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be That's awesome. Like, guys. Yeah, so that's what we're that's what we're gonna be doing. We're doing that in May. We're gonna be there for three weeks. Um, so it's pretty cool. I invited my wife, but she was like, uh, this sounds like a like a bromance between the two of you. She's like, I think I'm just I'll just get annoyed at, at you guys. So she's she's actually going to go to the UK on a writing trip because she's actually writing a fantasy fiction novel as well. Oh, sweet. So yeah, she's really? gonna, she's going to be in York mm. or Edinburgh. I can't remember. Oh, I'd take either. Oh yeah, Edinburgh, Edinburgh. So Edinburgh. That, uh, Brian and I we went to Scotland and Gabe was there and it was probably one of the worst trips ever because um, <laughs> Gabe went full Gabe like the back half of the trip. Full First Gabe. three days he was great and then he just went full Gabe. It's before we learned, what, his- what does that mean? Never go full Gabe. Uh, Never go full Gabe. Gabriel is an introvert, and he is an introvert. Gabe is not ironically. Just an, he's not just an introvert. He is a monk who is set in his ways, and things have to be. And like he's like a monk who is a little bit Asperger's. Yeah, he wasn't always this way. By the way, I remember he w- I yeah. used to hang out with Gabe like as it, like I was like. 16. Yeah, no. I was going to say, careful careful what age you say. No, I think he's always been this way. No, really? Dude, but he would be a, he's so social yeah. when he's with you. Yeah. Right. But, but At the that, beginning. Totally. Exactly. So he's good in short spurts, but not in a seven day trip to England. Right. Yeah. Not right. in a three day trip okay, to totally. anywhere. The wheels start to fall off. Would it, would it be like this with anybody? Or do you think it's mostly because it's like I, I, it's I, his brother and his brother in law? I think that it's with anybody. Okay. But, well, yeah, it happens with Josh Bidel. Yeah, it happens. Oh, exactly. true, it true, happens true, with true. everybody. Yeah, but bottom line is, so we're Chris? there. We we land in in Scot or we land in uh, Manchester, and then we get a, a, a rental car and we drive up to Scotland on our Glasgow. first day to Glasgow. Yeah, and we're in this pub in downtown Glasgow, and we order us like a, a pub lunch, and it's like steak and fries, right? And so this bartender lady, she's like some young thing and she says to Gabe she's like how was your steak and Gabe's like what <laughs> and, and and she goes how's your steak 
He's like, what? And I go, she's asking you, how's your steak? And then he corrects her. He goes, oh, you mean my steak? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goes, the way oh, you does. mean, oh, you mean my steak? It's like, he thinks that he invented the, the language. It's unbelievable. <laughs> that's how our trip went. So that's how, our, that's how our trip started, with Gabriel correcting Scottish people on how to speak. Wow. In Glasgow. And it, all, it went Love downhill it. from there. Yep. Love it. Oh, my gosh. Did that ignite an argument between your group? Uh, no, we were too no. tired. Yeah, that was just the beginning. Yeah, we were too tired. It was the beginning. <laughs> it really, the, the wheels fell off the train when we got to Oxford. Do you think at he some... He needed to go to Starbucks. Oh. It's also because he was, yeah. Do you think at some point we'll share the story of the last Royal Royal Tour? No. No, we will never. <laughs> we're all trying to forget that one yeah. still. <laughs> that was not good. No bueno. Mistakes were made. We golfed in Stouffville. Oh yeah, that was horrible. It was amazing. We golfed in. That's right. We, we had we had all just started golfing. I remember that. That's right. Yeah, we had just. Oh, we golfed in um, uh, Grimsby or near Grimsby, Niagara on the Lake. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. Yep, it's true. So funny. Yeah. Anyways, it was pretty crazy. Um, Gabe is, is Instagram famous today, though. Oh, that's is. right. He made Christian nightmares. <laughs> he did. But the the comments the, are insane. Dude, the best part is everyone roasting his haircut. It's true. Everybody thinks yeah. that's actually a he toupee. He keeps doing this to himself so, too. So which I is did. hilarious because Gabe actually has a really good head of hair for he being does. almost 40. Yeah. But he got a haircut that makes it look like it's a toupee. I everyone know. thinks it's a toupee. And I DM'd him and I'm like, you need a new haircut. He's like, he goes, I just rolled out of bed. I'm like, no, no, it's that's not the issue. Your hair always looks like trash. <laughs> well, and he gets mad at us. I remember that he filmed a course. Oh, um, he leadership epistles and he had this ridiculous haircut the muppets haircut and you literally had to refilm it because he didn't like his haircut it was so bad he needs help we need we need like somebody to literally it's like well, a bar rescue but gabriel's bar hair rescue. bar rescue honestly relation like a marriage relationship does help in that sense because you it's like they say like a, a spouse is a mirror do you know what he should They're do is saying he should grow his hair long again yeah it's less maintenance oh you know what he should he should do that yep yeah and then put it in a put it in like a, he, a bun or he has a great hairline. Yep. Full head. There's a guy, there's a guy down the street. He gives a great yeah. lineup. Gabe should go there and have him just line well, him up. Gabe's not the fade guy. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah. said he hasn't done a fade. If he did a fade, he'd be fine. Yes. Every guy should get a fade. <laughs> yeah, that was I mean, that's the comments are I've never seen Christian Nightmares so angry. I know. It's all fringe people that are usually on the same. They thing. are but, so. I've never seen more comments on a video. That, like that was that's literally that's. I think that what might be one of their most viral clips. Yeah, six hundred comments in a few hours. Yeah, in a few hours. Exactly. Gabe, what what is that. it at now? What's the comments at now? It's at sixty-two thousand um, uh, views. Oh my god! Thirteen hundred comments. That's thirteen hundred <laughs> comments. <laughs> oh, that is There's so more funny. viewed ones. Like I went through them today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. Oh yeah. Christian oh, Nightmares man. is actually one of my favorite. Killer. account it's so good yeah. Gabe was destined to um, kind of be living there yeah. does it does does he end up on christian nightmares again or do any of us end up on oh christian absolutely the stay you continue to get on christian nightmares well yeah absolutely because new evangelicals commented mm -hmm. and they left his name they said oh wow gabriel finocchio added again and then they said he also has some really interesting views on women <laughs> so people are going to see that and Here go look come. him up and they're gonna yeah they're oh come yeah. to Theos you and it's just the beginning yeah here they come here they come. Yeah, it's crazy. 
I mean, but like, <clears throat> in fairness, to play the devil's advocate, like, the whole like, in the context of that video, it's like children are expensive. You're expensive. Children are expensive. Like they, they are. It's obviously I can cheaper. To that. Like it's obviously cheaper not to. Like what do you do when your kid breaks his arm and you have to pay his medical bills or needs braces or diapers? Like kids yeah. are expensive. Kids need food too. Yeah, for sure. But like poor poor people have lots of kids. You can have lots of kids and do it in a in such a manner, such and such. Right. It's, it's interesting. Like like the more money people have, the less kids they have. It's true. It's like so. It's oftentimes, like, yeah. yeah. So it's not. It really. I don't think it has anything to do with money. It doesn't. It doesn't. It has have to do to. with. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it, like, like, like for example, like on both sides of my 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 parents, like my parents, my dad's like the eighth of eight, and my mom is the seventh of eight, and they're both from broke Catholic yeah. Irish families. Yeah. You know, like it's just it's a cultural thing. It's not a money thing. Right. Right. Right, but like, would it not be true to say though you will have more income, more spent, more yeah, totally like, like of, of 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 course you will spend more money absolutely. having kids than not having kids. Of course, yeah, yes, you will spend more absolutely. But I'm just saying, like, if even poor people have more, why did then poor people have more? Yeah, more kids than rich people. You know what I mean? Like, it just it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think, and is, and is it because they're is it? And, and I guess some people, well, the reason why they're rich is because they don't have kids. Like, well, no, that's probably not it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like money. It's a false equivalency. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, because equ- equivalency. Or yeah, whatever. because people with kids get rich too. So totally. that yeah. can't be that can't be the most common denominator. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's more commenting on like the priority. Steve of, Bosman. Yeah. Steve Bosman is a great example. Yeah, he's got lots. The of moment kids. he started having kids, he started to get rich. <laughs> <laughs> it he doesn't was have to so be broke. I remember him and Lisa like just like they had no money. They were living in like the crappiest, tiniest little house um, in Harrison. The house was worth like eighty thousand dollars, you know. And huh. then they had a kid, and they were even more broke. And then he started to make a lot of money. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's like, but that's I mean that's a typical Canadian Dutch. Yeah, story. You put it in. You put in long hours, and then finally um, something hopefully comes. Yeah, through. I don't know. It's, I, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon that you're, you're obviously you're right. Like he's, he's um, but I think that I think that what Gabe is trying to what Gabe is saying is is I mean, dude, Elon Musk is saying exactly what Gabe is saying. I agree. I like. I do agree with with like the idea behind what Gabe is saying for sure. Yeah, like your challenge dad, to culture. Y- y'all were broke. Oh yeah, up, yeah, you, right? yeah, yeah. My my parents my parents were broke when they had four kids. My mom had four kids in four years. That's wild. I didn't know that. Yeah, ninety two to ninety six. My mom was changing diapers for like eight years straight. Um, when she had you, and then your when dad, she had and, me, and then, your, and then your dad got rich. <laughs> yeah, um, and they were cloth diapers. They were. Yeah, I, I guess it's it's probably a lot of my upbringing, but. My philosophy has always been like, don't let money get in the way of what you want to do with your life. If you want to get married and you know you're going to get married to that person and you're waiting until you can afford the big wedding and you're financially set, like just get married. So true. I if you want to have kids, just have kids. Yeah, like don't like you'll never be ready. No, you'll never be ready. Like so true. Just do it together. Figure it out. The I one wanna, the, I want to have kids. The one thing I didn't like about the got to convince my wife. The worst line. I think in that video of Gabe, yeah, and I think it's like the is 
what everyone's cherry picking at maybe too and just makes just irks everyone is he's like take it up with jesus it's like yeah okay so you so you talk to jesus about this and yeah yeah well i i think what he said he's what he's doing is he's i just don't like totally jesus i always wouldn't I, say I don't, that i don't like it when people do that either yeah yeah so because it's like an authority it's an appeal mm-hmm. to authority it's like every, like yeah uh, okay but it, it but is, it's yeah. a weak debate but what about the just, other just part? prove your case yeah yeah <clears throat> But what about the other part where his point is that if you're having sex, the primary purpose should be generation of life? Okay, I so, believe that's a primary purpose, yeah, but not well, the well, primary. Well, no, necessarily. no, 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 no. So, 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 primary is correct. Primary doesn't mean though that's the only thing. It just right. means that literally we, God designed it's the us first. Correct. It's the first exactly. Yeah. So right. God, and in a functioning scenario. Totally. Yes, it's the it's the ideal. Yeah, exactly. Of course. Yeah, exactly. So so that's the primary. Secondarily, of course, there's enjoyment. Of co- of course, you know what I mean. Like Paul even says, "Don't deprive one another." You know what I mean. Like, um, so all that to say, and then Paul says, like, if you're burning with lust, get married. You know what I mean. So like, obviously, there's a there. He's not saying uh, burning with lust, go have a child. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So obviously, that that secondary thing is a big secondary thing right like yeah but the primary i mean just talking about like just basic human design and anatomy and what keeps our what's supposed to happen keeps us alive is having children right and this is what elon musk is saying elon musk is saying there's going to be in the coming decades like once the boomers are all dead like he's predicting that america is going to be like detroit there's going to be wow. like all your 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 real estate investments are going to be like gone. There's going to be nobody. Yeah, because because houses are going to be a dollar. Do you wow. know what I mean? Like, and and it won't be about having. It won't be just properties just endlessly growing because the Earth's population is literally going the opposite direction right now. For the first time ever, China is not growing. Right. I love China. Yeah. Right. China. But China, like, China, China, China. China. But China, isn't China. it like? Isn't it so narcissistic though? Just to like have somebody just to carry your bloodline and your last name and bring them into this horrible world. Like, how narcissistic is that of you? Or like, or what kind of ego? What kind of ego problems do you have having children? You know, I think I think it's responsible. And here, and I don't think it's narcissistic because I'm no, messing with no, you. Number one, your child. That is the is number always, one comment though. Your child yeah, is exactly. always a great disappointment. <laughs> right like children are they are They're tough your son is always going to be a great disappointment he will not do things the way you want them yeah. to be done you know what i mean yeah. like and he'll never be enough and he'll never you know what i mean like and that's the beautiful thing about kids is it like it's just like this humbling thing and then they end up resenting you. Human if, thing you if you were do. a jerk you reap that right you know yeah. like it's in it's 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 beautiful it's the most realistic life can be arrows in the quiver you guys quivers need- in the arrows we need arrows in the quiver. Walls to the ball. Walls to the ball. Yeah. Um, I have a special guest arriving shortly. A really? special surprise guest. Yeah. Oh, who's that? Uh, you'll find out. Okay. Good. He gets here. Good. Yep. I love I love surprises. Do uh, we have a microphone ready? Chris. Uh, yeah. What do you think about people who say take it up with Jesus when they make a statement? <laughs> yeah. What, Chris? what do you think of that that argument? Well, I'll, let me just preface this: say Gabe is my boy. Yeah. I love Gabe. <clears throat> I, I don't, as a scholar, that's how I look at the situation when you're making an argument. I would never use that lead-in to anything. I'm not sure what the purpose. I don't speak for Gabe. 
I'm not sure what the purpose was. I'm sure he was like exegeting Mark 10 or something. Yeah, but yeah, it's a soundbite partially. Yeah, because yeah, Jesus quotes Gener- uh, Genesis 1:27, and in Mark 10. Yeah, and so that's probably what he. I think that. Yeah. I think that with sound bites and sound clips, we just have to be um, gracious. Like I think, more I, think, I think graciousness is very important, and nothing's going to be contextualized in a 15 second clip. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to be able to find somebody's context. I know, but that statement he said, I understand that. So what? What's your take on it? Well, the hearer can't be expected to know his context because they're not, they're not listening to the whole entire thing. Very true. So Very you true. Can, you can't expect someone to know his context. All of you, course. you're, you're going to shoot from the hip. So we have to hear the message, and then if he did truly, but say nobody it in that is going to listen to the. But nobody is going to hear. It, but nobody is going to listen to the whole message. That's the point of social media. Hold on, and so. I think that when we say things, we have to be very mindful of the fact that nobody's going to listen to the entire thing. In Gabe's defense, totally. he didn't post that. Right. Right. Correct. Right. Kings did. Kings yeah. did. Which, exactly. which like we've we've run into this with Theos U. And some it's it can be really frustrating but, when that's the hill that people are dying on, that like, no, they posted it. So that, it must be just it, it must be the full context. Yeah. So here's And it's I, like, no, clearly this video this is Instagram. Is a minute is a minute <laughs> teaser. To a five-hour course. I think that we yeah. have responsibility yeah. as people that are, as hearers, people that are listening. The way that I'm working through uh, the, my exegesis at the moment is not just paying attention to what the writer is writing, but also understanding my position as a hearer and listening. What that's helped me to understand is to take responsibility for how I hear things. Yeah. When I hear something on social media, I may have a laugh. I may joke about it. Okay, but... The reality of the matter is there's probably a lot more to this, and I'm going to be gracious until I find out what that is. And I think if we all did that with each other, that would be in sought to understand what somebody truly meant. Because when do we ever, when does it always genuinely, when we say something, are we being heard the way that we desire? It doesn't happen that often. Right. So we should be gracious to each other. That's that's really good. If you don't want to be yeah. gracious, you should just take it up with Jesus. I will Exactly. Yep. I will say this. Like, yeah, I, I think I've had a bit of a, it's been a, a frustration point for me because I remember having a conversation with Brian Zahn and we're eating lunch and he's talking about, I can't remember what he was talking about. He was talking about like radical enemy love or something. You know what I mean? Or like, like pacifism, which he says that he's not a pacifist, but for all intents and purposes, he seems to be. Um, and I said, well, you know, where'd you get that? And he goes, well, I got it from Jesus. And I'm like, oh. Oh. And I remember like, just feeling like, why are you talking down to me? <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Just, yeah, you're so stupid. You don't have to do that. Where do you think I got it? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, Yikes. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, yeah. I was like, I guess it was like. It's the same thing you're not supposed to do with prof- uh, prophecy either. For me, it's yeah. God I, says. I, totally. I guess, I guess my, my, I guess for me what my expectation from Brian and my expectation from Gabe or whoever would be like, instead of saying, take it up from Jesus. And I'm sure I've made this mistake before, uh, but um, that's the uncomfortable truth of the scripture. Yeah. Exactly. Or, <laughs> but, but exactly. But exactly. But just, just cite your passage and just say, well, in, you know, this is what Jesus says in Mark. Da, 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 da. And then it's like, okay, that's okay. I get that. You know, like, but yeah. And then you can have conversations that way, but yeah. it's just like a bit more of a, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a scholar I like, I won't say his name, but he basically tells us that the way that we understand 
Jesus is based upon how our interpretation of Jesus, how we know Jesus is based upon how we interpret Scripture. And that's very important, you know. And so when you when you hear things like that, it's it becomes an interpretive issue. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, um, Chris, you use the Pentecostal one, and being mindful that's important. So if you're coming at it as a Catholic, or you're coming at it as a High Anglican, or you're coming at it as as a Holy Roller, it's a Holy Roller. Or you're coming at it as I mean, even the person that says I just take the Bible plain and literally, you you really don't not as much as you think you do. That's the yeah. That was and literalism and, and radical literalism of Scripture is what caused people like David Koresh and Jim Jones. It's true to do what they did. Yeah. I mean, I've I've had I had to give a lecture a couple of nights ago talking about radical <laughs> literalism from the Book of Revelation and what that actually becomes. You get you know what? David Crumbs. It becomes uh it becomes it's, one of our technicians that came to the house and was talking about how the United States needs to wake up because what's what are the middle letters of Jerusalem? USA, USA. and uh, the Euphrates is actually the Mississippi. The Mississippi River is drying out. So wake up America. And the uh, Davidic covenant uh, uh, um covenant of David, COVID. Nice. Yeah. Everything is an interpretive issue. Uh, yeah. What you want, what you want, what you wind up with radical um, um, literalism. Literalism. You wind up with Peter in the garden with a sword. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. At the yeah. at the at the Last yeah, Supper, yeah. Jesus uh. is like, "Sell your cloak and buy a sword." <laughs> Peter literally does that. Literism. <laughs> Literal. <laughs> Jesus literalism. is like, "I was speaking in metaphor." Also, you're a horrible shot. <laughs> imagine. Right. You imagine the guy's head. Imagine when Jesus says, "Cut your eye out," if it causes yeah, you sin. Yeah. Cut your hand off. I feel like this needs to be one of the um, ad campaigns we do is knowing, trying to read the Bible literally is just not enough. Oh my God, that would be hilarious. Like what is biblical literacy? Well, this is, it's moving past just li your literal reading. People that claim to read the Bible literal though, in all fairness to them, they would say that they, they wouldn't take those passages literal. But at the same time, they'll come... I, I remember this, somebody was reading a piece of um, something from scripture that was definitely not literal symbolism but they took it literal and they said yeah i believe this is going to happen and i said so you believe a beast with 10 heads seven have it seven heads 10 horns 10 diadems and horns is going to come out of the ocean. yeah come out of the sea yeah and it's literally going to chase i don't want it to and i said how does that work out well it's spiritual and i thought man like it's so important to get this right in 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 hermeneutics yeah it really is and, and saying that i read it plain and literal is not a really a badge of honor when you consider that method and where it came from and the history behind it it's true dom daniel yeah Okay, I have a bone to pick. All right. Okay. I have a bone to pick. Is it a bone to quick or a or a bone to pick? It's a bone to pick. Mm. We're gonna go picking. Yep. You guys want to hear it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have a bone to pick with people. Okay. Okay. Who read the Passion Translation? <laughs> 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 and here's the, this is this is this is my bone to pick. Okay. Okay, if you read the math, if you read the Passion Translation, or you read the message, and, and this is this is I love you. I have friends who do it. I have friends who preach from it. Whatever, it's like this. You know, it's not a good translation. You know, it's a commentary. Right. You know that. You, if you know don't. That. If you don't, that's even yeah. more troubling. Yeah. But you know, you know this. <clears throat> Everybody, you, you know what I mean? Like you, like you're smart. You know. It's not like you don't know. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why? I remember I had to deal with my, my first encounter with the passage trans translation. There was a guy, and he wanted me to be, offer him a um, a blurb on his book, like a for not a forward, but you know, a little thing he print on the cover of it. And um, he was the book was actually on hermeneutics, and he was working through the part where it says that Jesus, to him that doesn't John sixteen, to him that doesn't produce, he'll cut it off. 
And contextually, everything is there hermeneutically to where he's probably talking about Judas. Most translations, most commentaries would say that. And because of his failure to produce fruit, he's cut off. And the, herm, the hermeneutics that he is putting forth is going is methodologically supposed to lead to that interpretation. So I'm waiting for him to say that in this chapter, and he doesn't do it. He basically says that it means to prop him up so that he's going to give him more grace. Right. Mm. And I'm like, okay. And, and then he says to me, well, this one commentary, he shows James Boyce's commentary. He's like, he says it here. And I go, okay, I get that. You found, you found the but commentator. Someone who agrees. Agreed, yeah. But that the problem is the method you just laid out doesn't lead to your conclusion. Right. Right. And then he's like, well, 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 what do you think? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, something's behind this. So I'm like, and then I see who he's reading. Right. And I was like, I bet this Passion Translation says it. And sure enough, it does. Yeah. So in my mind, you're like, you did exactly what you said you're not supposed to do. You started with what you wanted to believe, and you found a way to work it in. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And so the Passion Translation has, it seems to do that. Yeah, the Passion, yeah, totally. Other As well, the, the, the guy who wrote it... Um, I guess I tr- I tr- uh, I think that there's something to be said about a a, a council of interpreters, you know, like Absolutely. where there's like it's like peer reviewed instead of just one person. Yep. But if it's even if there's one person, it, it I think that it's there's a difference between a comment. See, to me, I think that the message is a great book and a horrible translation. Right. Right. The message is a great commentary. It's kind of like a supplement. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you don't read the message first. You read yeah. something that is. A little bit closer to the text. You, you can't get around. Are you dynamic being a little bit more gracious than? You but but you, mean, you, you know? can't get around dynamic equivalents. No, no, Eugene but, Peter, but but Eugene Peterson acknowledges that's what he's doing though. Which exactly. Is but fair. meaning like like but you it's never not read the, the message. In a I message, do. of course I do. No, you but do? it's matches. Yeah, I'll, I'll read it. No, like in a sermon. Uh, not it's, first. No, I but you introduce it first. I will introduce yeah. the ESV first. You know, like or. Just a better something that's closer to what the text says, and of course, what like I say, I'm 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 granting yes. There's dynamic equivalence is a reality, no matter what translation you're using. As in, like, like theme, you're, you're translating words from a other language, a dead into another language, so it's going to be difficult. Yeah. No matter you're doing translating, and sorry, as you go, you are coloring in, yeah. regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we you, you can't like you that's can't gonna, avoid it. Yeah, that's gonna yeah, but there's more f- accurate. Translations than there, the, yeah. the, you know what I mean. So, so what is, if I was going to read the message, I would read the ESV or something like like that first, and then go. I like how, and then I do this. I go. Yeah. I like how Eugene Peterson paraphrases. So, like, yeah, puts the, exactly the, the, yeah. the best. Yeah. This is this is when you realize how what like how difficult Bible translation, not difficult, but how meticulous it is. If I if I say to you, "Good luck," like you got that right. So how do you translate good luck, right? Yeah, it could be in Italy. In Italy, they don't say good luck. The actual translation in Italian is buon fortuno, but you you're not supposed to say that. Good fortune. Good, good fortune. But yeah. Saying that to somebody in Italy means bad luck. If, if you say good luck, it's giving them bad luck. Well, and even good luck can have two meanings to me too. But, but here's what they say. Oh yeah, like good luck. Good but, luck. Yeah. But here's what they say in um in the boca de lupo, which means in the mouth of a wolf. That's how you say it. So if, if you're getting up and you say, if I said to you, good luck, Brian, the translator would say in El Boca de Lupo. In the mouth of a mouth of a wolf. Right. Now what does that mean? That's not right. good. So what if you right, said, right, right. what if you translate that? So if you're tra- if, if Paul says in, for instance, in El, in El Boca de Lupo, and you say good luck, 
You didn't word for word translate it. Dynamic right. equivalence. You did idea. Yeah. So of, you, yeah. Of uh, yeah. Huh. That's so like what, all so what do you language, do? Yeah. So what? So what's your translation theory now? Should you? So this is First Corinthians chapter seven. A man shall not touch a woman. What is he talking about? It's euphemized. Man shouldn't have yeah. sexual intercourse with women. But the literal translation is touch. Do you leave it there, or do you explain what he means? Right. Yeah. All translation theory. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna step out and get my my let my special guest in real quick. Okay. Um, when's the last time you have paraphrased the, with the message in a sermon though? <clears throat> Come on, be I, honest. I, I haven't done it yeah recently. Yeah, okay, okay. Because I do my own preaching. I don't recognize. Yeah, I, I was just gonna but, say, but, but I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna do it, you know, then then go for it. But but I will say this: the guy who wrote the Passion Translation. It's like I've 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 heard interviews with him, and he told him like yeah. he told he's, he's he said that like the Holy Spirit gave him yep. like this this the, the secret like the meaning to the, to these. So passages. he's enlightened. And he said that in, yes, it says that in heaven he he saw a vision of another chapter. His name again? Another chapter of John. What's his name again? Brian something. I don't know. The Brian, passion. Brian Cranston. Brian Voss. <laughs> Brian Voss. Yeah. Anyways, it's just like it's he's a little kooky. So it's like. The more you dig into that into that translation, is like it Brian just Brian Simmons. Brian Simmons. It just gets kookier and kookier and kookier, and it's like. So why people you know probably the, do read it because they're they're sick of they've read scripture scripture for so long they just like the different words. There's yeah, a maybe. Tra- you know, there's a translation out there that the uh, the word of faith people who have kind of gone more extreme to that, like it's called the mirror translation. The what mirror? The, the mirror translation, man, that's out there. Is that your bone to pick? No, I don't have a bone. I, look, I don't have a bone. To, if you're going to use it, at least just say, hey, it's... What's to, your bone to pick with Bibles? With Bibles? Yeah. Oh, my bone to pick with Bibles. I'm going to go reverse on this, okay? I don't like the passage translation because people treat it like a translation. I don't like... I do like the message translation because people seem to know it's like a commentary. Right. Okay. My problem is with people... I agree with that. That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Okay. My problem... Okay, okay great. Well, let's... Okay, come on in. Oh, oh no my way! How did you, oh my god! How did you? Where? Where did you get it? Dude, I got him I on. I like him on Craigslist. Is yeah. it a boy? It's a boy. Is there any more? Can I buy one? Oh yeah, he had eight. This is my boy. Can you go get it for me? Yeah. For reals? Yeah. Can I pay What's you right? His name? Can, can I pay you right now to go get him? Uh, get his, his name is Brian. No, he's not. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the name. So no, <laughs> his name is his name is Goose. Goose. Oh my! His name is Goose. Gosh, my childhood dude. pet was Maverick. So this is Goose. Okay, okay. Low this key. This is beautiful. I, I'm flying to Sydney. I'm basically today. I'm yeah. gonna be gone for a couple of weeks. Is there any way that I could? I'll give you whatever you want to go and get me one and give it to Jazzy tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I can get you. I can what get kind of kitten. cat is it? Uh, he's a he's a cross between just a, a tabby and a, and a Russian blue. And yeah. when did you? Is, oh how new gosh. is this? Uh, he's eight weeks old. Oh my! God. And how new I is got, this? To I you? got him on Saturday. Oh my gosh! My little buddy. He is Goose. so cute. He loves me. Who brought? Did Dan, Dan, um, did your special friend bring you that? Yeah, yeah. So it works out it's super easy because he just he stays at my special friend's house because she uh, my special friend has a cat. So nice. That's yeah. so adorable. I didn't think I like. Oh, I'm not an animal person, but this is very cute. I'm in love. I know, right? I was I was never a cat person. I'm a cat person. Is now. this your I'd, first day with him? Oh no no no! Oh, no. you've had this guy. Yeah, Saturday. 
Yeah, he just doesn't. He doesn't live here. You kept him secret. Oh, I know. I wanted. I wanted him. I wanted his coming out party to be on the podcast. He's so cute. Oh my gosh. I know. Does he? Does he meow and stuff? Uh, yeah. He's kind of like lost his voice. What does he eat? Does he have? Does he like milk? We want to get. Should we give him some milk? Yeah, he 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 he'd like milk. All right, let me get him. Can I get him some? Are yeah. you gonna get right. get him declawed? That's crazy. No, no, I'm not gonna get him declawed. Really? Nah, it's like it's inhumane. Um, he rips the smelliest farts. It's unbelievable. That's how you're gonna name him, Brian. <laughs> like room clearing. Little <laughs> oh, goose. Little oh, goose. Into the mic. Looks like a little bit like a lion. Same same family, I guess. Like closer yeah. to than than yeah. a lot of cats. Yep. Oh, he's gonna love this. Oh, we don't. You, what, does it drink sparkling water? We have milk. We have milk. I had. Yeah, in the fridge. No, I didn't see any in there. Yeah, I just used it this morning. He's thirsty. I actually, a, a lot of the reason why I didn't like cats is because I am allergic to cats. Same. Are but you allergic to this one? No. Get it, get it. It's going to hurt itself. No, they can jump it. He would, he would land on his feet. He's, um, yeah, yeah, he'd be fine. Um, we use like, you can use a special shampoo that gets rid of the dander. Oh, okay. So I'm not, I'm not allergic to him. Oh, killer. Yeah. So he's making arrangements. Oh, I feel like it's gonna hurt itself. No, he's, he's no. Fine. Even if he jumps, he's gonna be fine. He's too light. He's just he's just vibing. He'll he'll be good. He'll be good. Watch. It's just so fra. It seems so fragile. I know. Where does he sleep? Uh, under the couch. Do we have? We don't have milk. I didn't see any in the fridge. I'll get some milk. I I wait. That is amazing. What time is it? Uh, almost actually time to wrap here. All right. Okay. Did Chris? Did Chris finish his thing? <clears throat> mirror. Um, mirror. People that my my um, let me set it up like this. The greatest Greek professor I ever had, who taught me so much about the language. Somebody asked him, "What do you think about different translations?" Plumber. No, it wasn't plumber. But I think plumber would feel this way. I won't. I don't want to speak for him though. But he said. I remember in class, he's, he put his hands, he goes, I think you guys need to be a little kinder to translations. And he said, there, there's, there's a place for all of them, if you recognize their proper place. And I was like, man, that's good. That's good. Have you guys ever heard of that one called, um, so what, my chronological so, one? So my, so my bone to pick is people that like to throw translations under the bus. I'm not down with that. Like, if you recognize the translation's place and why it was, it was put into that, then it, it can be beneficial. That's good. Well, no milk. My uh, bone to pick. I brought one. It's my email inbox. I. It's my. You know, like my personal one. I'm up to seven thousand emails, and I'm hitting limits. And I can't. I don't. I can't unsubscribe from all of them, because when I went through my health thing in November, I was desperate for health insurance to see if I could get stuff. So I signed up for a bunch of stupid things and I get calls and emails oh. like every day for health insurance now. Uh, so I, yeah, my email, I don't know what to do with this. My bone to pick. I actually have a friend that every time there's a... Do you get a new one? 
Do I just get a new personal email? You, you could, I think you can upgrade your space. I did, but I'm, I have a friend be, that every time I see a junk thing, I put his email in. I actually I've do that do, to you too. I've been doing it for years. <laughs> not not your personal email. I use I use your junk email sometimes. Mm-mm-mm. I don't. I mean worse than that. I mean even his if I actual? don't have to sign up for it, I sign up for it anyway. <laughs> he gets he gets letters from the ACLU. Uh, from, it's probably from like you're starting to get Obama. so many. He gets stuff from all the most left-wing stuff in the planet. I love that. <laughs> That's amazing. That friend is Josh Bidow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, did you see that video of Josh dancing at the church? No. Wait, what? Did you see that? I sent it to you guys. Look at. How many you saw this ever? I thought this was Josh. We should I play it. it. We need Josh. to play it. Have uh, right. Frederick play it. Yeah. That is not Josh. Is it Josh? Actually, Josh? That's not Josh. It's not Josh. It's in Nashville. That's taking place. That's. Dude. It's not him. It's not him. Oh my Frederick, show this whole clip. This is Josh Bidell. Dude, it's Josh. It's not Josh. <laughs> it could I was, be Josh. I was in the kitchen last night eating when I was watching that, and yeah. I had to stop and like look at this and figure out. Me this too, dude. Oh my! We're watching. Wow, it. that's freaking funny. I'm gonna send it to him back. Like, you Josh. are the sunshine of my life. That's why I always be around Baby You are the apple of my eye Forever you stay in the soul I feel like this is the beginning Oh, I love you for a million years. Did you know Burt Bacharach died? Really? Last week. So we're doing a live uh, Silly Graham recording. Yep. At the Eos Conference. Yeah. A retreat, yeah. That's going to be fun. Burt Bacharach. What? What the world needs now? Can you play What Do You Get? When you get Sweet love, it's the only thing that there's just too little love. But the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for some, but for everyone. Can you play What Do You Get When You Fall In Love? Do, 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 do. Uh... <laughs> What do you get when you fall in love? Get it. All kinds of love. Dude, my allergies are already being bothered by that cat. Really? My eyes are burning. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. And never fall in love again. I never fall in love again. Okay, I have some good. I have some good Christian, cringe Christian content. Beautiful. It's been sent to me. Quite a few times. 
All right, let's play it. Don't tell me what it's all about. Because I've been there and I'm glad I'm not. <laughs> Under those chains, those chains will bind you. That is why. I'm here to remind you. Come, go ahead. Yeah. I'm I just realized you. that I have con- I have I have control. I didn't try to shut him off there. I tried to yeah. change sounds. Um Oh, Dion Warwick. She sang all of Burt Bacharach yes. songs. Who's Dion Warwick? Oh, it's only Whitney Houston's aunt. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. I um, love Dion. I think I like Dion Warwick more than Nate and Chris. This Nate. is this is for you guys because you're leaving today. How to how to how and why to anoint your hotel room? Why? Is there a horcrux in the well in the couch? The, no. The, the well the caption says we never know what the person before you did or watched in a hotel room. So whenever traveling, I anoint every hotel room I stay in. Can you send that to me? You know what? Yes. I think that every time that one of the apostles went into <laughs> one of the public restrooms in Rome, they had to anoint the restroom. Welcome to my Chinese restaurant. (laughs) Are you guys going to anoint the plane that you go on today? Welcome to Hong Kong. It's called Happy Lucky Garden. Happy Lucky Garden. We have one tansu for you. Pretty sweet. All right. Thanks for joining this podcast. We got to go.